1: Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone. It is The Build-Up Show. Liverpool are alive. Um, we are playing Burnley on Wednesday night at Turf Moor. Um, wow, yeah, I'm not really sure how we how we are meant to get on with our normal lives, knowing that Liverpool's goalie scored the 94th, 95th minute winning header in the last game. But here we are, uh, we move on. Um, I am Paul Machen, Ross Chanley joins me in the studio, Edel Smith, and Sam Walker from home for this one. Um, yeah. We, you know we've just done the final word, which was uh, which is there for YouTube members at tier two tier three or subscribers on the, the redment.com but the you' can go check that out but if you want to carry on with this by all means we're live right now you've got a, the, the mission now great the elation you know we've still got another day I think to sort of revel in it we've got the rest of our lives to watch that Allison go back the team have got to get themselves got to get their heads back down get themselves as fit as possible. That that goal has to mean something. What a complete and utter waste if we then don't end up getting top four. So yeah, barely right in front of us now. No results I, 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 you know on Tuesday night between Leicester and Chelsea's gonna put us in the top four. We've got to go and get those three points.
2: Yep, we've got to use that momentum, that that um that mood that we're all in today and the players should do the same, but also it could equally be a kick up the arse of those players that haven't scored a goal. <laughs> you know, watch your back with no fucking goalkeepers not running. You know, you've got to watch what watch, watch what you're doing. Um, yeah, same energy. I said the same thing about Manchester United when we did the build up for the for uh, for West Brom. It has to mean something. You know, it's all right being happy, it's all right going to Old Trafford and, and breaking records or you know, breaking records with the goalkeeper scoring a goal, but it's all pointless. It's all it's not wasted energy because it fucking it was amazing. But I don't want to be sat here in two weeks' time or a week's time rather going, we haven't made top four.
1: We'll always have that goal. We'll always have that moment. We'll always have the Old Stafford win, you know. And, you know, we we can make our peace with the fact that there the weren't fans in the stadium and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's right, isn't it? You know, Sam, we look at corner taking quickly, Origi, matters because we go on and win the European Cup. The Lovren winning moment against Dortmund is fantastic, and we all talk about it. And up until that point, it was probably the greatest goal celebration I'd ever been part of in the Cop. But it, but it, it, it mattered to a point, and that's the point. No one will ever take Alisson's goal away from us. No one will take it away from him. The celebrations will exist forever. You know, we'll, we've all got those smiles and memories. But what I mean by that is that that this is it. Now I want it to be part mm. of a bigger story, and the bigger story is mm. that we've got to get in the top four.
3: Yeah, um, and I was saying before the West Brom game that that was massive because if we beat West Brom, it would mean that it would go to the last day regardless. We've been with a shout at Anfield with all of our fans there. And that now we've done that, that still remains the case regardless of after this week. But to, to play Paul Machen here, this is a bit like the uh, 17th hole of the Masters final round. If we sink a double birdie on Wednesday, it might be enough. If we go and beat Burnley, it might be enough. We might go level with Leicester and they may lose their last two games and we might qualify on goal difference. So we've got an opportunity to to put one foot in next year's Champions League by beating Burnley and then it's saying to Leicester or Chelsea, whoever loses that game, you know, you've got to hope for a miracle on the last game of the season to qualify. Otherwise, you're in deep shit. And both of them have got hard games coming up. So this is huge for us. we need to treat this like the final, like everything matters. Even if you've got nothing left at the end of this game, we have to win.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and you know, five thirty-eight us as, as the favourites of the three teams to get in, in in the top four, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Burnley. We we I hate playing Burnley. I hate playing Burnley at Turf more. We've gotten better at, against them in recent years. We I think we finally realise you what to do. You match them, you match them for intensity and physicality, and then you trust that your skill will will will, will ride through. But obviously, we're not we're not what we were still. I don't know how many moments we've got, how many moments of mad luck, you know, you, if your goalie's scoring, it feels like that's it. It feels you like know. that's it, you know what I mean? Exactly, you know, exactly, we know, if, if any luck we've, you know, it, we've had loads of luck go against us, the only way you can possibly counterbalance that is the most unlikely thing happening in, turning, in terms of a goal so we might have actually karmically balanced the scales as much as, it, that sounds ridiculous, given how many injuries and mad VAR decisions and blah blah blah. My point in this is that we might have to just go win this game of football.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I think it's it's mad really as well when you you look at the way kind of Klopp's tenure of being a Liverpool manager is. It's it's kind of always been on an upward trajectory apart from this season, and then the the circumstances that you've just mentioned there. You know, losing so many of our players at the moment. I think it's ten 10 senior 13 players that are not available to be picked in a match day squad and you're thinking bloody hell we've literally just by the seat of our pants got through that because a goalkeeper comes up with a 95th minute winner like you can't write that but I think if it's any if you know as Liverpool fans if we have to take anything from it it makes the importance of us going out to win the game now by our own sport and merit more important because you can't take anything for granted There's nothing that's going to stop either Leicester or Chelsea having their own miracles in the next two games themselves because they've got 180 minutes worth of football to play. So the only thing that now kind of would curtail that is Liverpool doing the business. Liverpool not relying on the, the look of the green. Liverpool not relying on VAR. Liverpool just being the better team. Against Burnley and Crystal Palace over 190, 180 minutes worth of football, and you can't have no arguments about it. If we do that, Champions League footballs back on the menu. And I think from this squad, if you look at what Klopp's achieved it, since he's been here, you know, Champions League win, Premier League win, qualifying for top four with a half a squad would easily be the top three for me in terms of season achievements.
1: No, I, 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 I actually, I do, I, I agree. And it's weird to be in that situation. But, you know, there's a, there's a thing where we've got on this game, Ross, where to use some wrestling parlance, you don't want to go to the well too many times. You know, we don't want to have to put, call upon heroic Moment, because when you let you leave yourself in that situation, you leave yourself open to it not working. You yeah. know, more often than not, it doesn't, and that's going to be Liverpool's game plan. Here. You know, this is now it's three games, and you know, Man United have a little bit of it too, to be fair. Where you know roughly what you're coming up against, you know, in terms of how they're going to set, you know, what your mission is. You, it's mission, break them down, and having come through that, my hope, because we managed to, we've created some really good chances in, in a lot in, in these games. Like we've been getting better. I mean, with the top, with the form side in the Premier League, you know, which which is which is a big deal as well. We know what the task is ahead of us, and yeah, it would just be the the yeah the the mission is to do it in eighty nine minutes rather than, rather than in, in in 94, if you take my meaning. Yeah, it's just comes a 3-0 win and
2: enjoying the game and not having to change my boxes after a fucking match like too much to ask at this point. I think it is. I think context is important in this sense. You know, you said we're we're top of the form table, but, you know, so many of these draws and nearly moments, or in fact moments where we haven't made it and we've drawn likes of Burnley and West Brom, have been with an even more decimated side where you're playing Fabinho at centre half and you haven't got that, and you play Tiago out position, you're playing, you know, a, a front four. It's just I mentioned Bobby in a in, in the final word, a massive difference yesterday. Because the fact that he drops 20 yards deeper, because he can get on the ball, it's pointless throwing him in the middle of two banks of four where he's just surrounded by bodies. He yeah. turns around, there's bodies, he can't do anything, he can't affect the game. So the fact that we're learning how to adapt to play these sorts of teams is fine this is more hopeful but I'm also hopeful that Burnley like oh we've got nothing to lose let's kind of play the game but I I understand it's also dangerous for them to play open expansive football as did against Leeds and they got punished for it as well so you know it's it's small wins and it's a mentality difference. But I'm sure Sean Dyche will like a win against Liverpool. How does he do that? Play the way that he normally
1: plays. Yeah, well, that's the encouraging thing, isn't it? Sam, you know, Ross mentioned it there, Leeds take them apart four 0 which is which which bodes well. Of course, they'll play Leeds differently than they, than, they, than they're going to play us. You know, Sean Dyche will do the same as as Allardyce and all that. A draw is a win. You know, it, you know mm. it's a, because because Liverpool are such a scalp in, in that regard, it's always going to be a thing. I mean, look, we've got a good recent record at Turf more. We've won the last three, 2-1, 3-1, 3-0. So, you know, we do know how to go to Turf Moor and win. Um, I, you know, I'm hoping we don't need another Ragnar Klavan style moment to get us <laughs> over the line in this one. But it it, it was, you know, we look, again, it goes back to the point, We know the task in front of us. We've got tons of injury problems and we'll discuss how we line up in a bit. But the the good point about this is everyone's play, everyone's fixtures are congested now. Mm. Everyone is hurting. Every team is done and there will come a moment provided we're not stupid and we stay switched on where Burnley, you know, will, will, will tire. And it's whether we've got enough in the tank to continue to, to continue the same level of fight
3: i think when we played burnley uh, earlier in the season they were i know we were sort of in a so-called title race or whatever it was at the time um and they were struggling they were down there they needed to get points and it was an awful game origi missed an absolute sitter they got the worst penalty in the world like literally it was terrible the way it was given and and, and there was nothing in it we had one off money that could have been given it was we were terrible that they we were awful there was no excuses but there was loads of little moments in the game that kind of went against us. Like, I think West Brom are a better team than Burnley in terms of the way they play. They might not be as clinical, as efficient, as effective, but they, they, they will control the game better than Burnley will. Now They've got players like Perreiro playing between the lines. Against Burnley, you're playing against 4-4-2. Me and Tarkovsky need to make 100 clearances and blocks each, and you need Nick Pope to be on um, top form. Now, for a start, Nick Pope was injured the other day. If he's not playing in this game... That's a massive blow to Burnley because he is literally every single time they've got a single result against the top team been because of him.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting point. And the, the other big point is worth considering for this. Edel is that there will be fans back for this one. You know, three and a half thousand Burnley fans. It's it goes both ways, you know, because we can't. You know, we're I'm looking ahead to Crystal Palace. You know, we're, we're saying there's going to be ten thousand Liverpool fans at Anfield in Anfield on the final game of the season potentially. You know, and that's a massive massive thing. What a lift that's going to give. This is going to give Burnley a massive lift as well, but it's a different challenge. But hopefully, hopefully, it's something Liverpool can use to just ignite them. Because, I mean, we look. Let's be honest. We've been crap against Burnley. But, you know, in, in the last, we are in closed doors. We've we've struggled against them. You know, we drew at Anfield with them. We got beat. We got beat at Anfield with them as well. I, yeah, I'm hoping it is something we can just use as yeah, as, as ammunition, as fuel, as fire
0: for us. I genuinely I, will, I want to be thinking on the on the positives in terms of the fans perspective just because fans have been outside of the grounds for so long now I think it might suck a Burnley. And I know Sean I will go in with his plan and his game plan. But I think the fans, they don't want to see Burnley do a Burnley against Liverpool for the first time back in the stadium for God knows how many months. They're just going to want to see them play a little bit of footy. They've got nothing to lose. Do you know what? This is a free hit, lads. Even if we do lose and it, you know, it, does, uh, it gives Liverpool an advantage of getting into the top four, let's not even think about that. We're not in that conversation. That's not our concern. What is our concern? Putting on a good show for our fans. It's the last home season of the game. Let's give our fans something to get off the seats and cheer about. Are we going to do that by parking 10 men behind the ball and just trying to hit Liverpool on the counter very few and far between? I don't think they will. So I think I think the fans will drag out a more open-style performance than what they would have done in the past in the way we've been beat behind closed doors and that's kind of that. I'm just trying to stay positive because I think yeah, na- nat- yeah, naturally we feed off the atmosphere and energy anyway I think they will start to get into that and you might just think oh the game plan's gone out the window you know Liverpool have scored We early we've got nothing to lose now let's just play and then before you know it, we score two and three and the game's gone but they're happy to just have a kickabout with us and I'd love that to yeah, be the way
1: Fans F- fingers crossed. I mean, the hope for me is that what Liverpool have struggled with, that with no fans this season, is creating an atmosphere of. Edge and nerves you know, and even away from home, you know, because fans get home fans can get behind the club and they can give them a lift. And without, you know, it's telling that Liverpool, even at our best, have struggled in games where we're coming up against teams that have got big atmospheres. You know what I mean? That, that you know, because it's possible we can't say that the big teams crumble against us. Yeah. It, 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 where it does work both ways, but when you're creating a backs to the wall atmosphere and you're putting pressure and you and you you need, yeah, you, you can you can you can beat the fans. Yeah. When you've got fans in there, and that can help to beat the team because you want them going. Ah, oh, when the clearing things are under a full stretch, it's hard to create a cauldron and a fearful atmosphere when there's it's just a bunch of lads kicking the ball away. I think we've got a few people
2: in our in our lineup that. Are- up for a bit of shit, Osry, and winding fans up in in that sense. But yep. I also, I think equally, I think there's players in our team that will want to put on a show, like Errol said. Maybe Burnley want to do it for their fans, but I think we've got players for me, you know, maybe Mane that will thrive off putting a show for for the, yeah. for the fans away and thinking I've got a point to prove. Especially if they're getting stick. Like I can't imagine Burnley going to drop any sort of atmosphere. that's Like no discredit to them, but this I just I it, just don't, don't think they will. But it's, it's fuel, uh, isn't that's
1: yeah. what I say? You know, you've got to you've got to be able to top teams. You've got to be able to feed off hostile atmospheres as much as they feed you off, silence off the, the crowd as well, is, and players can feed off that absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of points on Burnley 15th in the Premier League uh, they're, they're more likely just on points um, to end up in 17th and 12th but both is possible they'd have to win both games and, and the teams above them lose both of theirs to get higher up the table but they could slip down there's only a point really in it and the teams below them down to the relegation zone although miles away from obviously wherever uh, miles away from ever getting relegated really just because of how crap the bottom three were they've scored just 33 goals in 36 Premier League games Chris Wood is their top goal scorer on 12 which is a good goal return but their next highest Scorers all on three: uh, Westwood, <laughs> Barnes, and Vidra. So you know we know what the what the main threat for them is going to be, and it's a big task for the centre after. Gives me food this. and drink from that. Phillips, this game isn't it? I'm, but that's my uh-huh. hope on that. Honestly, you know because you know is it, yeah, this is not a team that are going to come at you with loads of skill and guile and trickery. Hopefully. Fingers crossed, unless he maybe brings a surprise. We'll talk about the puzzle lineup uh, after a short break, but we have got a trivia question um, before then. Name the four Premier League era Reds to play for both back after this very short break.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome back. Yes, um the Hendo Ten Years of Red documentary series is coming. That is just I can't even put it to words how little we've 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 teased where with teaser one. That is but a a teeny tiny Atom on top of the iceberg. Um, teaser two will be coming hopefully at the back end of next week, probably over the weekend, maybe maybe beyond. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do a countdown to that, and then the series will be streaming on the RedmanTV.com from June. Uh, so if you want to get involved, honestly, I can't put into words how much we've leveled up with this. It's beyond anything any fan media has ever created. Um, so yeah, if you subscribe to the RedmanTV.com, you can get involved with that. If you join a Club Legend level, you get loads of extra bonus features, more content from us, and uh, a discount and free merchandise live show tickets because we're going to be able to do live shows again soon. Um, yeah, and all kinds of extra stuff. So do check it out. We've got a whole, uh, yeah, it's basically like a, a, a little streaming service for Liverpool fans. So do get involved. Um, right, the question, Ross Chanley, mm. name the four Premier League era Reds to play for both Burnley and Liverpool. Got one? Peter Crouch. Pete, you were, Wow. Mm. You went Peter Crouch first. But still one
2: of the, other. only one got the second one as it is a guest is Stephen Warnock. Uh no. Oh.
1: Anyone? No. Sam, good shout? I had Crouch it's a Much more obvious uh, one. Uh, yeah, Danny Ings. Ings. Danny ah. Ings? No shit, yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Danny Ings. Yeah. I
3: would have been Crouch, that's about it, because he retired there, didn't he? So that's the only one I know.
1: There is a former Liverpool fullback. He had played he has played left back for Liverpool, but he's not Stephen Warner. Flanagan? John Flanagan. Oh, yeah. Do oh, no, do, no, no. do do do. Uh, oh, and the yeah. last one, which is a bit of a stretch, which I wouldn't expect anyone to get. And if you've got this one, give yourselves a massive pat on the back, is Paul Stewart as well. <laughs> a pull. Uh back in nineteen ninety-three, ninety-four. Um, there you go. Yeah, there you go. If you got them all right, you're an absolute godlike genius, uh, and you deserve all amazing things to come to you in your life. Uh, right, Ross Kabach out for the season, Jota out for the season, um to add to Van Dijk Gomez. Matter Henderson um, there's a chance Milner and Ox might be fit Klopp sort of said this uh, post-match at the weekend I mean fingers crossed not because I mean I would be looking to make massive change it'd be nice to freshen it a little bit because look it's three games in a, a week ultimately or three games in eight days Seven, no literally three games in a, in a week Um we just need options we are that you know we need it to go the other way you know we, we can't lose any more players because there's just not too many more players senior players that we can fit on the bench at this point yeah um, I don't think I'd make any changes to be honest I think be, if I was Curtis
2: Jones I'd feel quite hard done by if I was rotated again for this game because I don't think he did anything wrong I think he was taken off because there was no one else you're not taking Tiago off not taking Fabinho off it in that sense um, I don't think is that bad because I'd like to believe that he was ill not injured which is also Uh, which also helps so like i wouldn't i wouldn't start him but again it's looking at the bench and going right if I need a goal, I need something, you need Milner's energy, you need something to shore up a, a, a win, well, you're a bit of shit or even to start him, you know, the first 15 seconds of flying tackling to Burnley, you go, we're fucking here, and we're, we're up for this game, that's what Milner brings, um, but beyond that, it's been the story of our season, of looking around and going, who, who else is there really, and again, I said it before on the final word, if you're desperate for a goal, you're not bringing on Origi, you're bringing on Shakiri. you played what, half an hour, and he was a bit shit, it's,
1: the, it's a bit meh, for the, meh. The point of this really, isn't it, isn't it Sam, Is that there'll be... Real you know, there'll be realities to this of who, who can and can't play for whatever reasons. But yeah. we're here now. There's two games left. Klopp will put out I, he'll he'll put his bet what he thinks is his best team out. So he always does. You know, there'll be no sense of oh well, maybe we rest one or two because we've got to make sure. No, he will throw he will throw the meat at the grinder and yeah. try and cog up the works and if you come out if we come out on top we'll figure out who's left standing to wear home mm. Crystal Palace from there.
3: That's it. And, and and let's be honest with Palace, without looking too far ahead, they're going to be goosed after playing three games in a the week themselves. They're not used to that. Uh, but Burnley uh, will be wounded and they'll probably come again with 10, maybe maybe even 11 the same players again. That's the way Dice really works, isn't it? I think Gini Alden plays this game unless there's something deeper to Klopp's thoughts. I just think mm-hmm. if you've got somebody of that quality and experience to bring in fresh, you bring them in. Um, although his sort of actions within the game and celebrations at the end told their own little story maybe so if he doesn't start I think it's maybe us looking forward as opposed to uh, his fitness but I would play him physical he, he gets stuck in he's not scared of running I think that first half of that game is going to be massive because I think they'll tire before we do
1: yeah, I think that's a bit a big call in the midfield, isn't it, All Because I think I think Kerr Jones had a a, a pretty solid game. Ooh. But you know what you're getting in a, inside and out with Genie Wine but it might be, you know, it might just been a tactical thing. You know, Kerr Jones is just he just wants to play 15, 20 yards higher up the pitch. He wants to go and link play on both on both flanks. We might, Keir Jones might have been played because we feel he's the kind of player we need for these type of games.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think the one thing you'd probably say, Genie's Genie's overall game, especially in a red shirt is he's conservative. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's very good at keeping the ball, recycling possession, you know, close 10, 15 yard passes, but he's not expansive. He's not really the kind of trying to bust the gut to try and get past or break the lines that often. Um he has his moments and he picks his moments, you know, don't get me wrong. But I think you're right in terms of the this last two games now, if it's not broke don't fix it, and plenty of this Liverpool machine has been broke this season. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think we're almost at a point now where we could play a, 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 a fit 11 versus a non fit 11 on paper, and it would look like a really tasty lineup. Like, who'd come on top yeah. in terms of our unfit 11 versus our fit 11? Um, so it, it just it's it's it, we've just got to that point now where the end is in sight. We've asked the players to give everything to this point. They have, they are running on empty. But you know, when a you know, you're know kind of like a plane in, in one of those films where the plane's going down and one of the engines just blew up and it's just like, it's stalling. It's like, how do we get the safest possible landing at this point? Well, we've got all the yeah. equipment on board. We might have to just let a few things out, but let's just stall and guide our way to the yeah. finish line. And I think if we can kind <laughs> yeah, of do something like that, we should be all
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> any land, it's that any landing you can walk away from is a good landing <laughs> yeah. analogy I feel like if we la- if we can land the season in the top four spaces no matter what you know it's sliding it through the tunnel the wings have been knocked off and you just come to a, come to a gentle rest you see clock jumping out around
0: the, you see clock jumping out the cockpit like I've done it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like to siggy up and sits okay. down and shakes his head and laughs um, yeah I mean look uh, we've had a couple of super chats actually before we carry the, the, the conversation on Robbie Brown uh, thank you Robbie says lads woke up late late for work manager completely <laughs> understood why I cannot get over last night full focus now on Wednesday absolutely uh, William Rigby really enjoyed last night's live stream been struggling with exam season at uni and your celebrations for Alison's goal made my week up the reds yes let's hope we have a little bit more I mean let's not I hope it's not quite as necessary um, I don't think they'll be out top and that I feel like I might have peaked that might be my like, ego like, you go from there but no 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 absolutely it's pants off isn't it <laughs> and it might be the um, it might <laughs> be it's like yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the Martin Tyler, uh, Andy Gray, Olympiacos, and the basically, the next time Liverpool played, they both sort of apologised for like the way they got a bit carried away with it all, you know, uh, because they, they got sort of swept up. Well, in Martin the Tyler's never been the same since, has he? Yeah, absolutely. Never, so, never apologise for that
0: time. ball. Never apologise. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need, of, you need, of, you need
3: a statement, mate. If we get top four, I'll do the show with me top off. Like I said, like Gary, Gary, Gary did it in his boxies, didn't he? I don't want it. Yeah, I don't
1: want it. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, no, it's fine. I think we've all we've all seen enough there. Um, but yeah, um, thank you so much for the for the comments, guys. It's great. Um, yeah, look, we've mentioned it before, Ross. This the, the centre halves. It, it is what it is, and I don't want to. You know, I, 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 we're, we're into heavy jinxes feel important. So it's the territory of the season, here, aren't we? Um, the, the centre halves, you know, to my, to my point earlier, Bailey. We know what Bailey going to do. You know, we've now come up. The, the lads have come up against Edinson Cavani. They've gone up against, you know, they've gone up against the West Brom team. They've played Harry Kane. You know, some of these lads. I, I'm hoping it's a decent fit. my worry is, when is with pace in behind, you know, and that's that's definitely. Sam Allardyce literally went on national television and said that's what Liverpool's weakness is. Um, I mean. I'm, I'm hoping Nat and, and and Reece are just bang up for this. You know, it's going to be a big physical challenge up against Chris Wilber, Hopefully, they're more than capable of matching it. Yeah,
2: I said we meet and drink for Nat Phillips. There's literally bodies on the floor against West Brom, with people just bleeding out of the eye sockets and all sorts. So I think I'm, I'm I'm all right with him. I'm also all right with Reece Williams, but I think it's another task for him. It's interesting you say that because my concern wasn't the pace, my concerns the physicality. Now we're going to have set pieces and corners where there's going to be the likes of me, Tarkovsky, Ward, Barnes that all might gang up on Rhys Williams and go, just put it on him. We'll all stand on his feet, put the ball there, and we'll shove him off because he's quite slight. You know, He's, he's still developing. He's still you know, in his career and, and, and his body as well. That's a weakness that I'd I kind of put on, on Liverpool, yeah. but I'm not changing it. Yeah. It's just another test for him. He has to pass. It's not his fault. He shouldn't be anywhere near that team. We've said this, but he has to pass another test, and he's, he's done it time and time again. I know he made a, a little mistake against West Brom, which cost us. But I said before: if he doesn't go to that ball, it's fine margins. He might get it, he might not. If he steps off, someone's got the ball and the run towards goal. It's you know, it's a, a collective problem from the team. Um, but you know, he has to he has to step up. You know, and it's a, another test for him. You know, he might be playing for his his Liverpool future or, or certainly not a future somewhere else. And if he can surpass this test, and he's you know doing himself
1: a favour. Be interesting whether they play Jay Rodriguez actually because I think he's one. He always seems to. I don't know whether he scores many games I had the feeling that Hal Robson Carr who scored loads of goals against us, but no, that was his first uh, in six goals three years. Yeah, exactly. I thought he retired. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah it'd be interesting to see whether they do anything slightly different and you know it, it will only be in terms of personnel more than anything else um yeah it's it's it, look it is what it is I, I kind of I don't have loads to say at this point but just you know
0: it's the tuesday game that's the big build up for us more than anything else in terms of how the players get their minds around it do you know what i mean i think that that'll yeah. be huge i think it's put a lot of pressure on that leicester chelsea game which is kind of the perfect storm for us almost
1: yeah, what are we saying on that then? As you rightly point out there, um, Errol, we've got Chelsea-Leicester quarter past eight on Tuesday night. What's the, for you, what, what, what results are you looking for? I, I just want to draw, mate. I think if
0: you, seeing them two teams, seeing us do what we did yesterday hopefully just knocks all the wins out of their sails. Leicester are still probably going to be on a high after winning the FA Cup. Chelsea are going to be like, well, we need to kind of overcompensate for losing the FA Cup. But then seeing Liverpool do that, are probably thinking, oh, are we now the Istanbul team? We're going to win the Champions League and not finish in top four. So I think they will end up having a stalemate just because they're both shitting themselves to lose. But it's like, remember we the, the, those games we've had in the past where it's like, just don't lose the game. I think it'll be in the back of their minds. Just don't lose the game and let's take it to the last day and see where it gets us. And I personally don't yeah. think that's going to be enough for either team. But I don't think either team at this moment, given how much energy they've all put into the last couple of weeks of football, have got enough to go out and play a brilliant performance or put in a brilliant performance, I should say. Um, so I, I'm hoping for a draw just because it... It really does kind of put is especially if we do the business on the Wednesday, it puts us kind of in pole position to kind of put it um a, a marker down for top four. Yeah. My
2: dream scenario when we're talking about miracles is that Leicester actually win that game and we pick Chelsea to top four. So then Chelsea have to beat Man City in the Champions League final going to get Champions League football. I'm happy for them to have
1: that extra information. I'm, I'm happy for that too. Yeah. I am. Um, I don't Go think on, Leicester on.
3: will win it. I said this before the United game and I was almost right. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer making substitutions in corners, defending, idiots. But I actually said I didn't think Leicester would win a game um, again this season. And, you know, that wasn't necessarily the call. I mean, in the Premier League mind, I, f- I think that the FA Cup, you know, cast your minds back to when Liverpool have won Cups and we've had massive moments. It's very difficult to come back down. Look when we won the league last year. It's almost parallel to that in that they've never won the FA Cup before. They had their fans there. There was a massive emotional outburst for Leicester City. I actually think that's more important to their football club moving forward over the next 10 years than getting the Champions League because they've got nothing but a punches chance to go far in the Champions League. This was a trophy in the cabinet, a moment of history. So I think, I, I think Chelsea will be a wounded animal and will win that game. I don't know what I want because it's difficult to know because until we get to the last game of the season and all the scenarios later, I don't really know. I'm just focused on Burnley from a Liverpool perspective. But... I, I stand by. I don't think Leicester will win again this season. I think Chelsea will turn them over, and I think Spurs will turn them over. I think they scrambled through the last couple of games.
1: It can go both ways. I mean, look. Ultimately, mate. I I just want them both to lose, but I know that's not possible. Um, the, <laughs> it, it's it's it's. Let's come protest outside so <laughs> yeah, it gets suspended. Yeah, it's 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 just a um, yeah. The Leicester thing, I can take. You can take it both ways. You know, they could be just to give everything in that game, and it was such an amazing. Blow off, haven't done that. How do you then get your focus back on stuff? But you know, we're just looking at the 20th anniversary of the, the treble for Liverpool when we we did we you know we did a similar thing you know for Leicester to win win the FA Cup and then go and secure the top four. That's you know they, they, they you could make the case on the flip side that they've they've got that they've built that momentum up for themselves. I know like the United could have beaten them quite easily at Old Trafford. You know they gave them more of a game than people expected, given how poor the starting eleven was. So I can see your points. I mean, it could easily go that way. I think you could make that story one way or the other. To be perfectly honest, but I don't. My ultimate line on this is that I don't care, and I'm not greedy. I, and I have been for a lot, a lot of years, and I have cared too much, and I have been very greedy. And you know, I'd like a a, a confluence of events that leads us finishing third because I think that would be a
3: because
1: yeah. people would forget the whole season then. And people will go, OK, well, it was just, a, you know, Liverpool should have been in there because they're, def- they're definitely a good enough team to be in and around that position. And you treat that as a positive. But really, I, it's so vital for us to just get in top four that I am i can't bring myself to really be asked how we do it. All I just want yeah. is that whistle to blow at Anfield on Sunday. And it's confirmed one way or the other. And I can just... Massive exhale for, for the
2: past two months, just get the season done. But on the of stuff, we've got a Leicester fan on the run league this afternoon. Yeah. It's interesting to get their perspective on what what they want and whether, whether Sam's right. Actually. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, Check that out yeah. on the yeah.
0: tv.com Go on, El. Beggars can't be choosers at this point, Paul. Like, literally, we, we can't. We can't be choosers. And I think, I, I don't think, it, it might just be me thinking it personally, and I don't think enough people have said it because I think people kind of leve- levelled it at us last season that how poor the league was and overall quality... I think this season's league, maybe the top half of the tables league, has been poorer than it has been over the last couple of seasons because by rights, other teams should have taken this out of Liverpool's hands weeks ago. You know, yeah. Leicester could have had a couple of performances that would have took it out of our hands. And likewise, um, Chelsea could have. Man you Man have had 70 points for a good couple of weeks themselves. They've just stalled out at 70. And I wouldn't say City have got off to a canton and won it, but... They've done it relatively easy. There was nobody really that was going to challenge them or keep up with their pace. And I think everybody else past where we are now, obviously fighting for something, they've all looked really average. None of Everybody's been able to beat everybody. I know for the whole season there's not been fans in the ground, but I'd say this season's quality Overall, has
1: been poorer than last season's quality. Um oh, yeah. but again- the, the, the league's fucked, mate. But again, it was always going to happen. You know, there's been no preseason. You know, it's been a mad year. No, of advanced. All the reasons the football's been crap. Everyone's tired and injured. And I've said this all along. You know, Liverpool. If Liverpool can't win the next two games and, and they don't end up in top four, it'll be because they don't deserve. But it won't take away all the extenuating circumstances because I still look at it. Everyone's struggling. Everyone. Everyone, every team in the league has had a struggle. Just and again, even if you've not had loads of injuries, just in terms of overall fitness and energy levels and motivation levels and all those kind of things, I contend if you just took out, if you just gave us back 50% of the freak injuries that we've had, you know what I mean? The ones that you only get every now and again, you know, once in a blue moon and we've had them stacked up, we'd have been we'd have been the closest thing to a challenger for Chelsea this season. I still contend that. It might sound crazy to look at it when we're, you know, we when we're needing goalie get us to get us past West Brom. But you know, it's but on it's, the flip uh, side of that look, we
2: bought two defenders in January and they're both injured. Yeah. Along with everybody else. You know, we tried so we tried to I, solve the problem. Yeah. And then we haven't.
3: I'd go one further. I think I think if we had if we had Van Dyke fit all season with won the wonder league. I genuinely but you would watch the team against West Brom, how weak we were in defence. I mean literally like we struggled like fuck. We we got away with that big time being one one all on ninety minutes. It was difficult. There's been games this season we've looked horrendous at the back. Villa was a one-off, you know, as was the five-two against City. For, for you know, unless there was a one-off, then games happen. But across the season, you just literally, even if every injury stays the same, and you put Van Dijk in, we're probably up there now. Maybe, maybe within a shout of catching City. You start throwing Thiago in and Jotter in in their three months hiatuses, you know, and, and and off the back of that, you've got everybody else who's a bit more rested. You probably maybe lose one, if any, of those six home games on the spin. You know, you to think, we lost six home games on the spin. This season is, I know, Errol, you said about the quality, is has no burden on next season, and that works both ways. Oh. Us going to Man United next season will not be easier because we beat them this year. It's going to be rock hard, and City yes. and Everton rocking up to Liverpool next year have got, it's, this season has no burden on what they're going to have to overcome. It's been an absolute, absolute anomaly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, only the the lingering physical scars. I think are the only the thing that's likely yeah, to have yeah. any, any lingering impact. But yeah. you're right. It's it's not it's not been football this year, you know. And and it's it's been something else. It's been a different. Literally, almost been a different sport. It's been shite. And Liverpool have got a chance to drag themselves out of that and just mean that it, we didn't lose that. The most important. Yeah. All Liverpool's mission now is to not lose ground. Is not undo all the brilliant work that we've done. And you know the finances to go with it and all that kind of stuff. It's just massive. And that's why I, I will it was a point made? I think Edel made it on the um, final word, but it's it it's, it's almost. I mean, it almost celebration worthy. It's you know, it's it's not like a let's have a parade because we finished in the top four. We're doing an awesome awful- top four, isn't? Yeah, no, no, no. But the point is, you know, we Arsenal became a bit of a meme for it because that became like the yeah, be was just to finish yeah. fourth. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I did love that now? Wasn't no, I no. Well, exactly. We <laughs> scoffed, but and they, I their fans wanted more. But you know, you got to be careful, haven't you? But just because of everything that's happened and everything that's cut away at Liverpool, uh, you know, and blood is dry over the over the campaign and where how far we've fallen. If we get in there, it's not, again, it's not that I go mad. I'll probably just collapse in a big heap on Sunday if, it, if, if we do get it, get it over there. A bit like Middlesbrough was a few, year, a few years back. Yeah. It's hard to part. But I, I genuinely, it will be an achievement in its own weird, twisted way because I said this before, look at our centre-back pairing. Look at them. We've got great other players. We've got not ba- ba- barely anything left on the bench. But look at the 11 we're putting out, regardless of what anyone wants to say. And I love Nat Phillips and I really, and I love Reese Williams. I think they've both been stellar. I think they've performed beyond our wildest expectations. But they probably don't get in any Premier League team as a starting pairing. No. Yeah,
3: no, 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 no chance. Yeah.
1: And, and briefly, as like we said before,
2: look at the bench as well like there's, there's no never any options for anything I and mean, when you think you are fighting for something or things are getting a little bit better if, you know i said before okay we bought Kabak sound well, there's, there's something like, like a glimmer of hope or something that's going to get better ben davies bought him seen no sign of him now Kabak's out for the rest of the season which you know, is he's only three games but every time that something goes good for liverpool something else kicks us in the tits and, you, and that's where you get to that point of going i'll oh, just 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 Oops. get it done just two kidding. months for two months i have gone get the season done i'm done with it yeah gone out imagine how
0: imagine imagine Sorry, go on, El. Sorry, mate. Look, look how much of a fuss Gary Neville made the other day about Maguire missing that game for against us. You know what I mean? It was a big competitive yeah. game. Their centre, their centre backs injured, uh, and and he's not able to play against you know one of the big rivals. And look at the impact in in terms of how man you were able to play and defend. You know. You're not comparing Maguire to, to Van Dijk because you can't, but in terms, no, no, of the, in terms of the stature of what they mean to each of the respective clubs, they are pretty much identical in that. They're expecting no, Maguire no. to be their linchpin in the way that we expect Van Dijk to be our linchpin. We've had to go without that linchpin in defence for practically the whole season, really. Do you know what I mean? And to be fair, his form wasn't great before he got injured, so it was like he hadn't really got started and then was injured, so we went without him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's been overlooked and there's been so many little moments where, as Ross was saying, then we go one step forward and that's like three steps back. And I think from an achievement point of view, for Klopp to... Remember Klopp's first season, we didn't we didn't get it, but we got to a Europa League final and we thought, okay, that's progression. You know, we, we're showing we can be competitive. The next season, it was about getting into the Champions League. I think it was, was it the uh, Emre Jean overhead against the Watford? Yeah. there, and, and little moments like that. But he wasn't... He still hadn't built his squad. He started to feed in a few players, but it wasn't his squad fully built and assembled. This is the first season he's had his... Well, not first season, but one of the first seasons he's had his squad fully assembled and then it's broken like a a Fabergé egg just smashed into pieces. And he spent the rest of the season delicately putting it back, piece by piece. (laughs) He's looking (laughs) round on the floor still for that one little... up bits of cardboard,
3: putting it there in his
0: (laughs) case. Just anything and everything. But when you look at it at the end of the season, he's going to put that Fabergé egg back in his cabinet and like pretend... Yeah, that didn't happen. It's still there. I can still see exactly. it in the eye, lad. It, it, it didn't happen. And I genuinely feel like he's managed to do that with a lesser squad. And it just showed, even if the quality hasn't dipped, the, the quality of the squad we've still got, if we get there and it is a big if, it, it's just a, a phenomenal achievement for those lads.
3: Well, if you look at the what happened at Man City after they won the league, and I watched the same kind of history as ours, but given that all the sort of backing behind it and what, what the investments had come to their club, they were under a lot of pressure to win the league. And obviously what happened, when Aguero scored that goal, they dropped off the next season. I think United ended up winning the league, didn't they, by about 12, 13 points the next season. And they were shite in comparison to other Man United teams. You know, you could argue that after that massive triumph and the way it happened with the, with the virus coming and the pandemic, no fans and all that, this team has almost faced that same, well, what do we do next? But then you add in all the the problems big if we do get it the incentive that's going to give these lads the hunger next season will be there but we have to get Champions league football we have to beat Burnley. absolutely
2: there's there's no bigger challenge that you can present to that liverpool side now going like if someone brought you a list of injuries or a scroll at this point wouldn't it Of like all the injuries (laughs) that you got at the start of the season plus no fans plus all the you know off field stuff that these players gone through You'd never go anything through anything like that ever again. There's nothing there's nothing worse, but the probably is, but you know, in terms of football in terms, there's, there's nothing worse where you can go, listen, you're gonna lose 15 players and you're still gonna make top four. If someone presented that list to you and said top four, like,
1: yeah. Yeah, no Back your hand off. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely, and that's what I mean. that the goal is now in front of us. They've got something to fight for, they've got some reason they've got a reason for the pain. You know, you you're hurting, you're sore, you're tired. It's been a shite year, Shite and all the things that they've had to put up, we've all had, but the light at the end of the tunnel, there's going to be fans at Turf Moor, there's going to be fans at Anfield, and I've said this I said this last week, win, just fucking win at Turf Moor and get it to Anfield, regardless of what happens in that other game, regardless of what happens to Chelsea-Leicester, get it to Anfield and make it matter and we'll have to see what happens from there uh, oh look we're not going to do score predictions I'm too nervous um, but Bad yeah move. get your predictions in let's hope we just let's hope we just fucking do it eh? uh, but yeah leave me your score predictions in the comments section underneath um, yeah there'll be a starting 11 prediction well in anyway. mate um, uh, yeah and if you want to I just want to say thank you very much to Darren Williamson who's just joined uh, as a member here on YouTube you get access to today's final word show so if you want we have about 45-50 minutes looking back talking about the game mainly about Allison's glory that um, that is the bonus content for all um, Wonder Kids and Cult Hero Legend uh, members here on YouTube. So do check that out. And yes, don't forget to, if not, to get the full Beans Redman TV experience on the RedmanTV.com and get ready for our Hendo 10 Years of Red Doc as the season finishes. Uh, other than that, gents, thank you so much. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you all soon. Sarah. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers.